It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. My name is Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. So excited you're listening in again. This is the place to learn everything you want to know about franchising. As you know, I'm a franchise consultant, and for the past 16 years, I've been matching people with franchise opportunities based on skills, personality, goals, kind of like the e-harmony of business is what I like to call it. So I work with folks all over the country that are kind of frustrated with their career. But the thing that I've been hearing a lot, and, and I don't know if this resonates with you guys that are listening out there, but people are calling me and saying, you know, Tom, I've been home you know, because of the pandemic for the past you know, 18 months. And I don't want to go back to corporate America. I don't want to go back to the corporate rat race. Can you help me? And actually, I can. That's what I've been doing for 16 years, which is one of the reasons I want to bring on Floor Coverings International Franchise onto this podcast, because things have changed a lot in the world of business. And this company, Floor Coverings International, finds themselves in the middle of the good side of the pandemic, meaning that they have grown exponentially over the past 18 months. And so we're going to talk about that. I have a mentor of mine on the podcast. Mark Titcomb is with me today. Mark has been in the franchise world and knows more, has forgotten more than I'll ever know about franchising. Mark, thank you for taking time and uh, being on the Franchise Academy. Tom, you're very kind. Thank you. Good to be here, <laughs> nah, man. Nah, this is great. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, there's so much to talk about. We're trying to kind of condense this. I want to get people kind of facts of the matter. What's, what's going on these days. So how long has FCI been in business? Tom, this is the thing that surprises most people. We've been in business 33 years. It's a long time for a franchise system. It is. So 33 years and you guys are really hitting a stride now. Tom Wood, I know he and I were in the same CFE, the Certified Franchise Executive yes. class together. So I know Tom for a long time. Um, and, and so with COVID, what I found is that a lot of people called me and they're like, you know, we were planning on going to Italy for the summer, you know, last year. And of course, got canceled. Yeah. And now they have like, you know, they saved up all this money to go to Europe. Uh, and they're like, well, we're going to spend some money on our house. Um, we're going to put an addition on, we're finally going to do the whatever that we've been holding off on for 20 years. So, um, flooring, even myself, you know, flooring, we've yeah. done flooring this year. Yeah. So is that what your franchisees are finding around the country? Yeah, Tom, you know, and, and what you were saying, not that a trip to Italy is not a great idea, but I think we'll all agree. There's been a silver lining, right. With this pandemic, like you see families out biking together and, taking picnics and, you know, let's get out of the house. Right. Yet there's been this, the fact that we're living together and we're spending quality time. And of course, then as a process of that, as a result of that, we're wearing out these floors <laughs> and we're realizing, gosh, you know, this place needs some work. So uh, the home, I think the RV industry and the boating industry, those are three of the hottest right now. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. It, it's nuts. Try to try to get a pool installed right now. Yes. It's, it's like a year wait to get a pool. It's That's crazy. it. Anything it's to enhance that that home. Yep. So so when I, you know, I've placed 
uh, a few people in uh, Floor Companies International, even dating back for 10 years. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and they're doing well. Um, is it, are you looking for people that, you know, love flooring and they know floors? I mean, is that, is there such a category of a person? I don't know. Well, you know, Tom, let's talk about a gentleman that you recently placed, right? Outside of, of Dallas. I mean, Southern area of Dallas, not, not a heavily populated market. Um, you know, we do have markets available almost everywhere in the country. Um, that was true with this gentleman, Doug power lifter, right? Power right. lifter. His arms are about the size of my thigh. Um, yeah. Awesome guy. I mean, phenom in corporate America, right? Absolute phenom at operations and leadership and just went, you know what? I got skills. I want to, I want to start working hard to build my own dreams. So uh, now he didn't know Scott Diddle about home <laughs> or home improvement, right? Any more than you and I, but he stepped into that, that business. And, and you know, this, this is his first full year. He landed close to 200 grand last month. Right. You know, in the month of May, knowing nothing about flooring or home improvement or very little. Right, right, right. And that's, so the thing that I have found and, and what people come back to me with is they'll, they'll talk to you, but more than that, they'll talk to the franchise owners that are yes. in the system. And what they're hearing is support, mentorship, more support, everything that they need to run the business. And, and it's, you know, what I call a business on training wheels. I think FCI is the epitome of that. Tom, I love that analogy. And Tom, I know you're a proponent. We don't get royalties with this book yet. That book by Michael Gerber, who lives like around the corner from you, right? In New York <laughs> City. Um, he, he wrote this book, E-Myth Revisited. And in short, recognize that actually the leading cause of failure in most business startups is us picking a hobby or an interest. Because then we have one thing we have a passion for and know what to know how to do, but the hundreds of things you should be doing as an owner, we have no knowledge of at all. Yep. So that's the magic of franchising. Right. And it's so much, you know, everyone calls me and, you know, first initial phone call with somebody, they're like, you know what? I really love to bake. I want to open yeah. up a bakery. And I'm like, you know what? Eat cake, but learn how to run a business. Right. Um, because, because if you, I know, I know personally two people tried to open a bakery near my home in, in New York, both failed within a year because they don't realize that a bakery is not about baking. That's, that's a little part of it. The rest of it is the marketing and, and advertising and employees and, retaining employees and yes. it goes on and on and on and on. And, and it's not hard to figure out, but the, the issue that I have seen, and even when I owned my own franchises is like, you have these grandiose ideas, like I'm going to put up billboards on I-95 and I'm going to advertise the heck out of this business. And then at the end of the day, yeah. Um, the only person that sees it is, you know, my mom. And so that's not going to work, yeah. you know? So, but the <laughs> franchise good. said, Hey, don't do that. Do this. But you know, but I didn't listen. And, and so the franchise is a business with a business with training wheels. So for the most part, a lot of these businesses don't have a very high barrier to entry, but they have a high barrier to scalability. Yes. And, and Gerber also talked about that too. Yes. That's Go ahead, Tom, please. I was just going to uh, it's your interview, but I get so excited about franchising and I get crazy. But the, um, you know, the thing is, is that 
you could um you could do it on your own. There's no question about it. But you're gonna make a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, so many mistakes it might put you out of business. And that's what happens to non-franchised businesses. 50% fail in the first, you know, 12 months. That's it, Tom. I mean, the, the one thing we know how to do, maybe, if we have that passion for cake, right, is that one thing that enslaves us, right, Michael Gerber. So we end up working in it. None of us want to be on the hamster wheel, I call it, right? But we, we put ourselves there. We kind of did it to ourselves. And so, you know, candidly, Tom, you and I chuckle about this, but great franchisors prevent us a bit from ourselves, protect us from ourselves. Probably the one thing you need to fear besides fear itself is yourself, right? Getting right. out, just get out of your own way. So the franchisor, by not having the technical strength in fill in the blank, flooring, that actually frees us to hire those technicians and actually do those things we're doing right now in corporate America. With the franchisor being the expert at marketing, technology, training. So I, you, know, you, just, you just hit on a great point that, that we didn't talk about and I often don't talk about is translating corporate America skills and experience into a franchise. Is that what you're looking to do? That's it. That's it, Tom. And, and that's what you and I are looking for. Right. And, and sometimes your candidates, my clients are surprised because you're grilling them a bit. Right. You do. I do as well. Because we want to make sure, actually, we want them to be successful. It takes two years before we begin to actually profit <laughs> from the relationship with one of our franchisees. We want to make sure they're thriving, aliving, right, through those two years and on a nice, deep trajectory. So we are looking for those skills that allow you to thrive, maybe not alive or thrive, but allow you to be successful. <laughs> in corporate America, building somebody else's dream and then bring you over here and go, hey, let's help you build your own with the same skill set. But the thing is, you know, in corporate America, I always say, you know, they might promote you, but in franchising, we'll catapult you. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, and so that's the thing is that there's no ceiling to what you could do with uh, especially a business like FCI, because you're you're not in a brick and mortar. Like I always say, if, if you got like the best, you know, subway or, or Jersey mics, you could have people lined up out the door, around the corner, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But there's only so many sandwiches you can make in a day, period. But with FCI, the more you market, the more calls you get. The more calls you get, the more jobs you get. Good. The more jobs you get, you hire more staff, hire more staff, hire more staff. That's the only thing is, is bringing in these, these technicians. And, and at the end of the day, from what I've heard from people in the business is that you get these installers and they, they, all they want is to be on your gravy train because you got that's so it. much work coming through your business. And Tom, that's the word they've used is gravy train. It, it, in a lot of businesses, the biggest challenge finding the technician and ours, it actually isn't. And, and Tom, I don't say this out of hubris or, or to brag for you and I, but I think it's fair to say, Business ownership's changed our lives. So folks aren't watching this thinking we're talking heads and we haven't invested our own money. They know that's where you started. And you've been in Italy. You've been epic places with your wife getting behind the scene tours and having time at your disposal, right? Because you were able to make yourself useless <laughs> and work on it, not in it. 
And I've been able to do the same thing. So we're really promoters of the dream that we also have lived in our living. And right. that that's powerful, I think, for folks to, to see that. Well, that's a great point. I mean, I was, you know, I had a great job. As you know, I was a subway conductor in New York City. Great union. Can't get fired. You show up, you get yep. paid. And that's it. Right. Yep. I knew that there was something more that I wanted to do personally. And don't get me wrong. I'm friends with a couple of guys that I started with in 1980, 87. We started together and, you know, they're retired now and, and we talk and we hang out and drink beer. But um, it's great for people. But for me, I needed to do something else. And the, the things, the thing for me anyway, is success was not making the money. Success was creating time for me to do the things I want to do. Creating time is the pinnacle of success, not making money. Yes. And so what I mean by that is you're hiring great, competent people. You're giving them jobs. You're paying them well. For, and what I did is profit sharing. So people own, had ownership in the business. And that allowed me to go to Italy, not for a week, but I was able you know, go for a month or like you traveling around the, the world with, with your daughter. I mean, it's like, holy cow. I mean, you can't do that with a job. Even if you had the money, you, you just don't have the time. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Tom, you and I have talked about this. Those that are wealthy, you know, successful, invest money to make time. And those that are less so invest time to make money. And that's corporate or many other things where we're investing all this time to try to make money. How about investing money in yourself and your own dreams to make this time like to live? Yeah, right, right. And, and it was, I forget the guy's name from, from Shark Tank, but he said in an interview I saw on video recently, the paycheck is what they give you to give up your dreams. Yes. That, that hit me in the gut when I heard him say that. And I was like, oh, that hurts. But, you know, the thing is, a lot of people think you need like a million dollars to start a franchise. And you don't by any means. And the funny thing is, is service-based businesses like an FCI cost a tenth, a tenth of what these big food franchises cost and make more, a lot more money, a lot crazy. more bottom line. Yes. It's crazy. Well, and Tom, don't know it. the awesome thing was we were on this incredible hockey stick, we were calling it, trajectory in 2019 before COVID. And then in that COVID was just an accelerant uh, fuel onto the flame. Right. right and you guys, it was. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And and Tom, it you know, Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, they own Shaw Industries, which is uh, most people know a big flooring manufacturer. And they are bullish about the next three to five years. Yeah. So awesome window for certain concepts that fit this trend, this right. big search. Well, this is it. We, you know, I'm, I've been talking a lot on, as I'm guesting on a lot of podcasts these days, the fact that we now have like, you know, 18 months of data from COVID yeah. and, and there's certain industries that did well from the beginning and through COVID and will continue to do well. There's ones that died on the vine. They were hanging on a thread before COVID anyway. Yeah. Um, and then there's ones that are making huge resurgence uh, in, you know, post COVID. But, but these service businesses um, and like a lot of your sister companies that, that are under the, the, uh, fr the franchise company brand and, and um, excuse me for blanking out. Uh, first service. First service. Yep. 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 So first service is publicly traded right now. Is that right? 
It is, Tom. Thank you. I, I don't mention this enough. I mean, that is a huge deal. Thank you. To be publicly traded, to have that transparency, right, which we all want with our partner, full transparency, and the pockets where we were able, as an example, we were able to invest $3 million with Salesforce last year, the big you know, technology company. Yeah. Um, and who was going to do that in the middle of deep COVID? My youngest daughter called it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have those deep pockets. Right. So that's been a real game changer for us, too. That's that is so fantastic to to have that parent company and then the sister company, like everybody knows, like California Closets is your sister company. You got so many big names, but but the brain trust, you know, from Charlie Chase and, and all those guys there who are mentors, mentors to people like you and me, just great folks leading the ship there. And and then that's incredible to me as well. So, but you guys are up like how, what percentages right now? Oh my gosh, Tom, we'll give you an idea. We'll go conservatively. Now we'll go from 92 million in, in, in you know, system wide sales last year to 140 million this year. And that's conservative. Um, and like you said, Tom, I mean, that leadership point you made a moment ago is a big deal because folks can see the value of that in corporate America, even with the uncertainty of, you know, I'm not sure I'll be here next week, but Having that strong leadership piece is something we tend to take for granted here a bit at brands, at mm. FS brands. But the leadership is something every one of our franchise owners talks about, especially coming out of last year. Yeah, that's a big deal. I was on, I remember early on in COVID in March of 2020, being on webinars, listening to Charlie Chase. Yes. Um, who's the, the chairman? Um for uh, first service. So yes, this, this, yep. this is, um, and he used to be the, when I first met him, I was sitting in his office talking about flying airplanes in Philadelphia. Yes. Sort of pro painters. Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, man, that was a long time ago. And, uh, and I remember he said, do, do you own that GMC Denali out there? That's like the size of a tank. I'm like, yeah, that's mine. He goes, yeah, I saw the New York plates. He goes, man, what's up with your personality? Why do you need such a big truck? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Charlie. Yeah, you gotta like, you're like, all right. <laughs> I think that was the time, Tom, when he was driving the smart car. I used Probably. to call it a hockey or a roller skate. Like yeah. you get two, you have two roller skates. He was driving, he was driving one, and he's not a small guy. He's like six four, six five. Gotta be, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say he's a really big guy. <laughs> yeah, he's driving that smart car because leadership. You know, you want to send the message to the franchisees: Hey, responsible, right? Investing money into the system, That's not do it. The car he's driving. You know, I love it. That's, yep. that's so smart, right? Yeah. I know other franchise founders that were driving around in, in Jaguars and, and, you know, different cars like that. And they end up losing their business. That's right. Because the franchisees are like, look at this guy, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's important. And, and so, and I talk about that all the time on, on my podcasts and my webinars and all that stuff is you got to look for great leadership. Like if somebody says, Hey, we, we just hired the former, CEO of some Fortune 500 company to run our franchise, that doesn't make me excited. That makes me scared because running a business is not running a franchise. A franchise nope. is a support operation. You got to be able to support people, all different personalities with their life savings to help them be successful and put food on the table. That's way different than just paying people a paycheck to produce. So, um, so, so I appreciate that. And I'm glad that we got to talk about leadership because that's important in franchising. It is. And people who stayed in their lanes and done what they 
they do at a at a high level and have done it for a long time, right? And that's one of the other special things about FS brands and floor coverings is, you know, I've been with two companies in 27 years, both within the family. Tom Wood, our CEO, has been here since 1987, right? Started as a young man. We all did, young men and women. But we've been we and we've been here a long time. We're confident. We're not bouncing around. Yeah, that 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 is true, and that says a lot for the company. It really does. And you have legacy owners too. These people have been yes. around a long time. I placed people uh, in New Jersey ten years ago, and they're still there. So um, mm-hmm. things are going well. I think things are going very well in this particular space. So I'm excited about that. Is there anything else that you want to kind of let the listeners know about? franchising or FCI? Yeah, Tom, I mean, you know, you referenced this earlier, you know, I, first of all, where there's, where there's passion, there's profit, right? And people are very passionate about their homes, um, the way their home looks and feels for them personally, and when they're entertaining. So that's long been, that's what's helped us build this multi-billion dollar FS brands yeah. uh, family. And then the second piece is, you know, you you get involved in something that makes for exciting cocktail party chatter, right? <laughs> Millionaire next door, Stanley Danko. And that could be here today, gone tomorrow. If it doesn't make stimulating cocktail party chatter, it's probably that dull, normal business that, you know, you re- you read about, right? That are steady, steady earnings, steady growth, consistent, right? And recession resilient. Mm-hmm. All of these things that we're looking for, yet don't always think about. It's obvious it's right in front of us. Pandemic so, resilient. It's all yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's very, really interesting. And you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, Mark. I've never been in a building that didn't have a floor. Right. <laughs> ubiquitous. Everywhere you look. <laughs> yep. And then is, you guys also do the commercial side, right? Is there some commercial work? You think about seniors, you know, retirees and elder care, um, you know, all those, you know, assisted living and and Mm -hmm. those facilities, restaurants, hotels, as you know, that's coming back online. Folks are wanting to spruce up, getting more competitive again. Curb appeal matters with that industry, too. Uh, So true. And and hotels, I mean, they replace their their carpeting once to to you know every once a year eight to every 18 months or something like that so and they have of, to they have to yeah and, and if you get a you know a contract or two like that um you know with your flooring business i mean that could set you up pretty well for the year big time oh yeah these these are these can be large contracts yeah yeah very exciting stuff um so how could people find out more about fci Aside from, you know, obviously calling me, but <laughs> what else do we got? Yeah, Tom. I mean, first and foremost, I'd encourage them, hey, go to you, uh, work with you. You're fantastic because you represent a lot of brands and you're as as ardent and focused on fit as I am and that the folks you work with thrive. Um, I think folks should check out FSV in their Google search. Take a look at that. That's our parent. You can see the trajectory since our IPO back in June of 15. Pretty much tells you our story. And then if you go to flooring-franchise.com, that's also our website where you can learn more. Oh, cool. Flooring-franchise.com. Yep. This is cool, Mark. I appreciate your time. I know 
you got a million things going on in the background there. Um, you're, you're actually on some kind of retreat. So thanks for taking the time out. <laughs> Tom, thanks again, man. You do great work. Love working with you. And thanks yeah. for this opportunity too. Now, my pleasure. Stay safe. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.